peace of mind. See, this is what that voice in your head says when you try to get peace of mind. Hi guys, welcome back to the To All the People podcast. This is your host Janelle Roberts and I'm so excited to have y'all here with me today. I am so excited for this topic and as like before we even get started on this, I just want to say to everyone that's listening right now, thank you so much. Like you guys have no idea how impactful you have been in my life. To see the DMs and the messages, I have to give you guys your flowers. The To All The People podcast is is like, it's I can't even believe it, y'all. We're, we're down to 2,000 downloads every single day. We've had over 34,000 listens just this month in the last 30 days. And we are almost at 2,000 followers. Like, I honestly can just scream and shout from the rooftop. So I just want to say thank you to everyone that that has just been here with me throughout the process. Like, I, I wish I could just, like, hug all of y'all, write all of y'all a letter. But thank you so much. Um, I wanted to start off by just checking in just to see how everyone's doing, to see how everyone's feeling. You know, our last podcast was amazing. I absolutely loved it, Talia. It was, it was great. If you have not checked that one out, please be sure to do so. This episode in particular, I had to actually, like, write down this because sometimes... It is very, very hard for me to talk about this topic in particular. Like usually when I come on the podcast and I talk, I really just talk from my heart, from my soul. But I had to actually re-record this one. Not even kidding. The topic of today is setting boundaries. And I'm titling it, they will hate you for setting boundaries, so let them let them hate you let them have problems with you for telling them no no more abuse no you're not overstepping no you're not invading my space no this is about me right now no i can't do it setting boundaries is like the ultimate autonomy of just finding your true self and just hitting a higher energy wave for yourself and it's something that we don't really talk about or prioritize a lot because we are often taught that like our family has to come first our friends have to come first our relationships come first but if we don't come first in our own personal lives then we aren't able to truly love and be loved by other people and that's why it's always important to kind of center yourself first above everything else you know god and then you you know what I mean? And then everything else comes behind it. Even if you are a mom, even if you are a dad, you need to make sure that you're prioritizing your mental health first. And even like y'all to be fully transparent in my own relationship with Luke, we have had to sit down and have real conversations about our own mental health and our own mental battles you know we've never taken a break or broken up or anything like that but there have been moments in our relationship where like i've had to pull luke aside and be like look i have to take a step back for a second because i'm going through something mentally and he's like okay babe i understand and vice versa you you have to prioritize yourself first and prioritize your mental health and if someone's not giving you the room to do that then you know you might have to rethink that relationship or that friendship Boundaries are important because they are necessary for every interpersonal relationship we have. They apply to any relationship from personal to professional, from romantic to friendships. And without setting these healthy boundaries, others may run roughshod over us, creating feelings of resentment. And also setting, not setting boundaries also leads to narcissism. Um, and I will dive deeper into that because I've actually witnessed firsthand someone I love become a narcissist because they were just so caring. They never set boundaries. They went above and beyond all the time for people. And when they weren't getting 
getting that in return, it kind of spiraled them out into this very resentful, very angry person. And although I knew their personal struggle, I almost wish sometimes I was there to say, hey, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't do this or hey, just say no, you know? And when we don't set those personal boundaries, we tend to constantly attract the same people in our life. So I think not setting boundaries is honestly the ultimate lead up to narcissism. I think it's one route to take that can lead up to narcissism. Narcissism. There are often times where we may feel really vulnerable to create meaningful connections um, instead of choosing to take action that pushes people away. So sometimes we oftentimes think that we are not worthy of being known because people aren't taking the time out to get to know us. We're not setting boundaries. You know, we we tend to attract people. When you're a person that doesn't set clear boundaries, you tend to attract people that are just gimme, 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 takers, takers, takers. It's never about, you know, an exchange. It's, it's never an exchange of positive energy. It's never like this positive love. It's, it's never like, you know, you do this for me and I do that for you. It's never like that type of vibe or energy where it's just like, oh, um, I'll drive to pick you up. And then they're just like, oh, you pick me up. Let me just pay for the meal. You know, you want to have friendships like that where it's just easy and it flows and it's not just you just constantly sharing and, and giving all the time. And despite the importance of having boundaries, many of us really do struggle to enforce them and set them and put them into place. So I wanted, I, you know, you might be listening to this and you're probably like, how do I know if I like if I like boundaries? I'm going to tell you, okay, I, I wrote these down. I did some research and here are a few signs you like boundaries. Number one, your relationships tend to be very difficult or dramatic. This goes back to potentially having a narcissist in your life, a narcissistic parent. And when you don't have like clear, concise on how a person is supposed to treat you, you tend to attract that in friendships as well because you've been trained to attract those type of people. You've been trained to tolerate. And some of us have a higher tolerance of people be simply just because of trauma, like period, point blank. And the crazy thing about the human experience is that we all feel the same thing at the same degree, but in different ways. Like someone could lose their parent and someone else could lose their dog. And because that's the worst thing that's ever happened in their life, they're going to feel at the same degree. I know that's so crazy to say, but it is just such a true thing. Number two, decision making is incredibly challenging for you. This is when I knew I had problems setting boundaries. When, when you start... <laughs> Honestly, let me just keep reading the list because decision making is a real thing. Like when you become so indecisive about who you are as a person, when you can't even decide what time you should go to bed or if you, sh if you should go up and go to the gym, if you should take yourself on this date, if you should go hang out with this person, it's because you've been living for other people and not for yourself. And it is so important for you to understand who you are and learn who you are. And when you're around people that do not respect your boundaries or have clear, concise when it comes to your boundaries, you are only existing for that person. Your entire being is centered around that person and their perception of you and how you're going to move and, and navigate their entire life and their entire existence. And it's one of the most toxic ways to be. And then it just kind of spirals into these really, really weird like episodes of emotional um, dependency and codependency. And that goes back to being in relationships that are very difficult and traumatic. Number three, you have a very hard time letting people down. I mean, that, that just says as it is. Number four, you have a lot of guilt and anxiety. Number five, you're often tired for no apparent reason. Ooh, I feel that one to my core. Number six, you overshare with strangers or new people. Damn, I'm feeling called out right now. <laughs> Number seven, you are constantly the victim in situations. People tend to take advantage of you, but victimization can lead to narcissism. 
exactly that's exactly what i said i don't think we talk enough about how victimization can actually lead to narcissism we read all these books about narcissism and narcissistic parent and the quality traits and this this and this but what actually leads up to it number eight you don't know who you are Ooh, ooh, that's that's a good one first and foremost i want to start off by saying that i am someone that still till this day I feel like I do a very good job of setting boundaries, but I am definitely someone that has a harder time setting boundaries with family because I tend to prioritize the things that, you know, family members around me have gone through that has led them up to be who they are now, opposed to like the reality of how they treat me. So, and that just comes from like, you know, having a narcissist and what a narcissist does to you is they always invalidate your experience. They always gaslight you. So they are training you to be tolerant of their malicious behavior towards you and to always rationalize their malicious behavior towards you by taking into account their trauma. Because one thing a narcissist is going to tell you, they're going to always be a victim and they're going to always tell you that you are the problem. You are the problem. You know, they they have this they have this this weird way of of constantly I'm trying to find the right word for it. They have this very, very weird way of constantly letting like trauma dumping. That's the right word. Narcissists tend to trauma dump. And if you are an empathetic person, which you probably are if you're listening to this, you take into account all of the things that they have gone through. And what that tends to lead to is you taking on other relationships with people and friendships where you solely become incredibly codependent on their trauma dumping. And when you're constantly being the ear and constantly listening to people, you are kind of ignoring, like subconsciously ignoring that inner work that you need to work on in your own personal life. The reason why I wanted to have this conversation is because I want to tell you like about my, I, I feel so weird when I say about myself, but um, you guys like these stories, but I wanted to tell you about how I realized I needed to set boundaries when I went away to college. So some of you kind of, you know, have like an understanding of like my upbringing and like what that looked like and like what it was like, you know, and like, you know, I grew up with a single mom, you know, my mom tried her hardest. Um, and, you know, we didn't really have that much family out there. So there was a lot of sadness in our household, just because I don't know, like, I can't, I can't really like explain it or just go super, you know, deep with it, because I'm still like processing it, you know, I remember when I left for college, and I had went to school. You know, no one talks about what happens, like the spiritual warfare you feel when you leave um, certain environments that are no longer serving you. And I think a lot of times we tend to hold on to, you know, bad relationships or we tend to stay in abusive relationships or abusive dynamics because it's very hard for us to think about what it's going to look like without us. So sometimes it feels easier to stay than it is to leave. I am telling you right now, challenge yourself to leave because you would be incredibly surprised of what you're capable of once you free yourself from the dynamics that you are in. When I went to college, I remember being in school and just experiencing so much spiritual warfare. And what, what I'm going to explain to you is like, there wasn't anything around me that was harming me or hurting me or bothering me. It was the first time in my life that I had to exist solely for myself not for my mom, not for my sisters, not for my grandparents, not for anyone. I had to exist for myself and existing for myself felt so damn 
hard because I didn't even know I didn't even know where to begin. I didn't even know where to start. How do I exist for myself when I've been existing for other people? I had never had any concrete boundaries when it even came to the things that I love to do and the things that I like. How am I going to be able to live for me? And I used to have these very, very strong, scary thoughts about, wow, I don't know who I am when I am not an emotional support system for someone else. And that was the scariest part about breaking free from generational cycles of of like narcissism. I kept feeling like there was something in me that didn't know who I was. And it's just like, okay, I'm a 19, 20 year old at college right now, you know? You know, my friends that I'm in school with right now, like they know what they like. They already know what they wanna do in their career. They have an understanding of their identity. Like when we talk about the grand scheme of identity, your identity can change over time. You can want certain things, but these people knew how to be alone. They, they had their own separation of space. They, you know, they knew how to hang out with friends and stuff. But every time I was around people, I felt like an interloper. I felt like a flower wall. Like I would be in certain spaces. I would be at certain parties. And I just felt like I was never fully there like I was so disassociated because my upbringing my surroundings was all about being disassociated you know when I went to a PWI I was disassociated when you know I was going to like one of the most wealthiest high schools in Dallas Plano West I felt so disassociated because it's just like I'm just a visitor here like this isn't really like my experience I'm just a visitor here and a lot of times in my life I felt like I was a visitor have any of you guys ever felt like that? Like you're just visiting? And I started realizing I've just felt like a visitor because I had never built a home within myself. And I had to figure out what it was that I wanted my home to look like. I had to figure out how I wanted it to be. Um, I had to figure out how I wanted it to feel. I had to figure out what kind of furniture I wanted in there. I had to figure out what kind of vibe I wanted in there. I had to figure out what kind of meals do I want to cook in there? What kind of books do I want to cook in there? And I had to learn very early on that home is isn't where I necessarily lie my head home has to be within it has to shine within me and setting boundaries is was is still something that I'm practice practicing every single day not having clear boundaries in family dynamics made it very hard for me to have clear boundaries in my own relationship with my partner you know when I started dating my partner I was I would just sit around like a little lost puppy and just be like dang like you know is there anything you want me to do and and this person's pushing me they're just like no go do your own thing go follow your own goals go follow your own dreams like I'll be here like we don't have to you know what I mean and you need someone that's like that but it's just like when your self-worth has been codependent on how people perceive you and how people need you that's what it came down to you and this the spiritual impact and the things that I had to unpack was the simple fact that like I was being groomed to be a narcissist I was genuinely being groomed to be a narcissist without even realizing it because I kept setting myself up and putting me in these situations where people needed me similar to the things that I saw growing up I kept putting myself in these dynamics where I needed to be needed because that's what my self-worth was dependent on and I had to learn how to unlearn those things and I might be calling you out right now but listen I'm calling myself out too you need to ask yourself who am I when other people don't need me do you want to be a person that's needed all the time because I'm here to say I don't want that 
And ever since I was able to remove that emotional, you know, baggage and that this, this, this very weird thought process, I have been able to live a life of abundance and freedom. And also the people that I attract, that I attract in my life, I don't take on their worries and I don't take on their stress. I can be a soundboard. I can be a listening ear, but the more that I practice and the more that I understand it, the people that are usually around me are people that would never drop all of their problems onto me because they have their own sense of identity they have their own boundaries and you have to learn how to set your own boundaries when it even comes to talking about how you're feeling you know sometimes when we have like these awakenings we tend to trauma dump and there has to be a certain boundary with with what we share and that goes back to the point about if you are someone that has problem setting boundaries it goes back to the oversharing you know what I mean? And in my previous episode, I talked about how like I would trauma dump all the time on my friend Maki. And it's just like, it's not her job to be my, th- be my therapist. It's my personal job to heal the areas of my life that I want to work through and the areas of my life that I want to heal. Boundaries protect us. You know, it helps you personally invest in yourself. And when I say, you know, we have to be clear about how we project and what we say, it can be very hard talking to a parental figure um, that is very, you know, abusive or toxic, you know, you know, sometimes they're not the most approachable. But, you know, I always think in my head, you know, they're going to say something to you even when you're doing everything they want you to do. And they're also going to say something to you when they're not. So it's best that you prioritize yourself and do what they don't want you to do and focus on yourself. Because no matter what, this person, this parental figure is always going to be pissed off at you for anything that you do. So you might as well go out with a bang and put yourself first and prioritize yourself first. Because we are put on this life to be you know, happy, celestial, loving beings, you know, if people spent more time loving on themselves and healing their inner child, like if we actually just sat down and said, what, what, what areas of my life did I not get to experience as a child? Why was my childhood taken away from me? I wanted to go to Disney World. I can do that now as an adult. When we take into account that right now at this given age, as adults, we were able to mother and father and love ourselves in ways our, our parents never did because we have the means to do so. You don't have to be a millionaire to go do something nice for yourself. You know, heal that inner child, do that inner work. When it comes to like boundaries and friendships, I think that we oftentimes tend to mirror our family dynamics and friendships in romantic partners. So I just want you to digest that for a second. Just think about it. Have you ever just looked at someone you were dating? You were like, damn, you kind of act like my mom or damn, you kind of act like my dad. Or damn, you kind of act like this person. Have you ever had a friend and you're like, damn, you kind of act like my mom. You kind of act like my dad. We have been trained and programmed to be able to accept a level of behavior. So without even realizing it, we tend to kind of attract these type of people in our life. And we have to figure out patterns and ways to unlearn these these negative attractions. The, the unlearning aspect of it can be really confusing. You know, like, you know, freeing yourself from narcissistic, you know, relationships and setting boundaries is very hard because you're probably asking yourself, I don't even know what a boundary is. How do I set boundaries? Setting boundaries has to start first with setting boundaries with your own self by looking at yourself and saying, you know, I'm not going to tolerate this bullshit. I'm not going to tolerate someone being disrespectful to me. I'm not going to tolerate someone putting me down. And you also have to kind of be delusional when it comes to how you view and visualize yourself. You have to kind of put yourself on a pedestal and just be like, I am that girl. 
like i am the shit like no one is gonna tell me nothing like like at the end of the day i'm nobody's gonna disrespect me because i'm not a disrespectful ass person no one is gonna be rude to me because i'm not a i'm not a rude person and you kind of have to have that kind of level of intimacy and knowing with yourself that you're not gonna allow anyone to treat you any type of way you wouldn't treat other people and i had to keep thinking back to myself I would never, ever, ever treat someone how I've been treated. I would never expect someone to fully function for me, if that makes sense. I remember like, even like y'all in my relationship, I kept, when I was, when me and my partner would go back and forth about moving to California, this person's just like, well, I'll move there. Like I wanna move there full time. It was really hard for me to accept the fact that this person was willing and able and, and <laughs> It was weird it was weird for me to believe that I was worth it. It was so weird for me to believe that I was worth it. And I think a lot of us don't realize that we are worth it. We are we we have been trained and programmed to only love ourselves through the visual lens of someone else. And it should not be like that. You have to know that you are enough that you deserve it all and it is very important to start creating these dynamics to avoid those narcissistic behaviors to avoid being let down because you're only just setting yourself up to be let down when you continue helping out and showing up for people you're going to sit back when you're having a bad day and say well no one's ever here for me because i'm always there for them but no one's making you be there for them you're choosing that that's a pattern that you're choosing to do. And you're probably choosing it because you were raised to be that way. But who says that this has to go on later on in your life? You can stop doing that right now. I had to constantly tell myself that I am worthy of someone being here for me. I am worthy of someone loving me. I am worthy of someone not trauma dumping on me. I am worthy of someone accepting me in my weirdness, in my quirkiness, in, in, in my strange behaviors. Like I am worthy of someone loving me through and through. And you have to be open to being vulnerable in the process. And you have to really, really and truly be open to being a hot ass mess sometimes. Sometimes you got to show people how crazy, not crazy you are. That's probably not the word, right word choice. But sometimes you have to show people how ugly you can be. And when I say ugly, not like yelling, cry, not like yelling, throwing things. I mean, like you have to show people how low you can be sometimes. I think that's the ultimate test to see how people love you through things. And boundaries will help you realize that hey you know what I finally get a chance to know myself and when I talk about that process in school and being there and just thinking wow who am I when when I'm not helping people I had to learn how to get to know myself and it was really hard for me to form friendships because you know I went to school with a lot of kids that kind of had a sense of identity I didn't 
you know and it's not like i was trying to mimic or copy someone's identity i always had like a sense of like you know what i liked like you know like little things like that i always kind of knew who i was i was very opinionated i'm an opinionated ass person at the end of the day even if you have a person in your life that is a narcissist or has does not respect your boundaries your ass is opinionated you know you're hella opinionated you know that you have opinions in your mind so ride those opinions and i learned to ride my opinions i i would literally go to the lincoln memorial by myself and just you know try things on like hey do do i like this like how is this i don't like what's the vibe here you know i would go eat a lot by myself do i like this you know and then one way that i was able to connect back to myself and get to know myself again is i started thinking about the things that i love doing as a kid and one thing in particular that i love doing was writing you know and and we all individually have something that we love doing i don't even care if you have to go to the store right now and buy your ass some some damn legos just to feel reconnected with yourself because you know doing little things like that can lead us to an understanding of who we are and our capabilities in this world and in this life you know i've had a lot of people message me about wanting to start a podcast or wanting to start doing content creating or wanting to start doing their own businesses and stuff and it's just like hey listen listen to me right now you don't have to seek your approval through me. You are enough just as you are. I'm just I'm just here as I don't like saying it. Luke says it's a, it's a motivational talk, but I'm I'm just here to encourage. I want you to understand that anything that you want, you can you can gravitate towards it. You can do it. You don't have to search for anyone's approval when it comes to what you want. Because what happens is when we start getting confused and and not knowing how to decision make, which goes back to that point about not setting boundaries, you have a hard time making decision. It rolls into this thing about you start having a hard time trying to figure out what it is that you like because you have not been liking things for your own self. You've been liking things for other people. And if you're someone that had to walk around on eggshells to to not make the parent upset and to not get yelled at and to not get screamed at, I see you and I totally get it. But at the end of the day, you have to you have to do what makes you you. There is no right and wrong decision when it comes to decision making. Like if you can't decide on wearing a red jacket or a blue jacket, who cares? Pick one. You can always go back to that one. Now, when it comes to relationships and people, that is a totally different thing because you have to ride the wave and understand, is this going to serve me or or is this not going to serve me? When it comes to the apartment that you want to live in, make the decision. Either way it goes, it's going to be an experience. Also, one other thing that I want to say to everybody that's listening to this, if you really are having a hard time seeking your identity and you're constantly like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, what what if I make the wrong decision with this career path? What if I'm not doing the right thing? You need to watch everything, everywhere, all at once. When I tell you that movie is phenomenal, it is phenomenal. In the movie, Michelle, the main character, she literally, um, she comes how can I explain it? So she she's in the multiverse. So she's able to experience every single type of life that she could have lived. She's a laundry woman. She works. She she has her own like laundry mat. She hates it. Yada yada yada. Her daughter's disrespectful. Her her and her daughter have like a lot of problems because her daughter her daughter is a gay woman. And so throughout this process, you kind of see like the spiritual warfare that she goes through. 
but she's able to experience every single other life she could have lived because in her mind, as she's at the laundromat, she's always thinking about, I wish I could experience this life. I wish I could have did this. What if I would have done this different? And if you keep having this notion of thinking, what if I would have done it different? What if I would have done it different? What if I would have did it this way? You're going to drive yourself crazy. You have to know that where you are in life is where you need to be in life. And you also have to have a clear understanding that you can change where you are in life. Never feel programmed and have this identity or this belief system that you cannot overcome your current state. You know, there was a lot of moments where I was like sleeping in the car with my with my siblings. There was a lot of moments where like I would come home from school and the hotel we were staying in, our clothes would just be out on the street. There was a lot of moments where I just did, I honestly couldn't even like, I just felt so numb because it's just like, I don't even know what emotion to feel next. And there's this quote that I always think about because, you know, one of my friends, she reached out and she was just saying to me, she's like, Janelle, you're just like, do you ever get mad? Like, are you, why are you so calm? It's like, girl, I get mad. But I have felt rage on a whole other level that it, you know, when you, when you've experienced rage to a certain degree, it takes a lot for you to be calm. So it took me a lot to be a calm person. And when you feel like you are completely on the verge of giving up on the other side is a breakthrough. And I always say like whenever there's pressure around us or whenever we feel overwhelmed and whenever there's things going on in our life, whenever we feel very low, you have to pay attention to those feelings because I feel like those are testaments. And I also really and truly feel like and those moments where it's just too much and those moments where you're starting to notice patterns and those moments where family starting to get on your nerves when you're starting to notice that this person isn't changing that person isn't going to changing though that is your moment to break free and do something entirely different don't ignore those feelings don't ignore those feelings don't ignore that relationship don't ignore that boyfriend don't ignore that girlfriend you know pay attention to to those feelings because that is that is your intuition speaking and if you have a problem with decision making it's because you're not listening to yourself enough one last thing though before i get off of this mic guys uh, i am so excited and incredibly nervous i have my first speaking engagement with noble group the adele group the adele organization it is for black people indigenous people and people of color and it's also for lgbtqia communities um it is actually linked in my link tree on instagram and TikTok and what I am doing is it's going to be a live video of me having a conversation about breaking free from generational trauma and breaking free from generational bondages and just things like that. I talk about it a lot, but you guys have never seen the pictures. You guys have never seen me learning to rewalk again. You have never seen that stuff. So all of that stuff is going to be there. You guys can like it, sign up. Um, the tickets are $100, I believe, but most proceedings will go to charities and organizations and stuff like that. So I would love for you guys to check it out. I'm super excited to be a part of this. Link in my bio. 
But thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I hope I was able to just clarify and just explain like the importance of setting those boundaries and just learning that you are enough just as you are um i'm so excited because in the next upcoming weeks we're gonna have like some really cool voices some really cool people on here so like i'm looking i'm really looking forward to that um so be on the lookout you guys love these journal entries and i love doing them too but sometimes i'm just like "Eh, are they bored of me yet you know but yeah um this is your host janelle you guys have a happy happy and amazing day Please keep messaging me, DMing me. I have some really, really big things coming up in the next couple of months. Um, And I don't know. I've been thinking about doing a meet and greet. I don't know. Should I do it? I really, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, oddly enough, my biggest following is actually in Cape Town, which I'm down for because, you know, I love my African baddies. But anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the To All The People podcast. This is your host, Janelle. Have a great rest of your day.